I love the colorful clothes she wears And the way the sunlight plays upon her hair Well, welcome to Good Vibrations Radio, Tools for Transformation. Now, quantum physics tells us that we're all energy vibrating at different frequencies. And in Good Vibrations Radio, we bring you information that allows you to change the vibrational frequency of your life. We're your source for everyday alchemy, so you can turn the lead in your life into gold. Good Vibrations Radio is made possible through the sponsorship of Magic for Life, the promoter-producer of the Rota Psychic Fair. The Rota Psychic Fair has been a constant in Monterey County for the past 35 years. Our last fair was November 4th, 2019. Now, thanks to the COVID pandemic, we've had to cancel our shows for this past year, but we are scheduled for October 23rd, 2021 at the Monterey County Fairgrounds. So I encourage you to sign up for the email list on rotifpsychicfair.com or goodvibrationsradio.com so you can be notified about the upcoming events. Now, after 11 years, Good Vibrations Radio went off the air in September 2018, and we've slowly been coming back over the last six or seven months. Previous shows can be found by visiting the podcast page at goodvibrationsradio.com, and the list is on the homepage of the website. The link, rather, is on the homepage of the website. Now, every year, I pull a tarot card for the year. The Osho Zen tarot card for 2021 is the Two of Rainbows. Now, the Two of Rainbows shows a man wearing a kimono walking along a path of stones. The stones ride on a multicolored undulating waves with the outline of a city in the background. The past is no more and the future is not yet. One used to exist and the other has not started to exist. So the man in the picture only lives in the present, the only moment that actually exists. His eyes are closed as he steps lightly yet aware that the universe will provide another stone in his path where he needs to step. Behind him is the faint outline of the city to remind us that while we're a part of the real world, we're also a part from the real world. Life is an ocean of currents in which we can play best by dropping ambition, by losing focus, by letting go of power, money, prestige, politics, because all ambition exists and forces the future and the focus in the future. So be available to what comes your way as it comes. If you stumble or fall, get up. Have a laugh and continue. This year, the time is about accepting and encouraging and embracing and trusting the present. So before we continue, let me tell you a little bit about me. I'm a speaker, performer, reader, healer, radio host, and author. 
I've been a part of the metaphysical community all my life. My undergraduate and graduate degrees are in metaphysics. This show shares a variety of metaphysical subjects offered by those who have explored those areas. Now, a habit I've built up over the years is to start each show with a reading from Day by Day by James Allen. Now, in 1903, James Allen published his essay, As a Man Thinketh, and he chose the title from chapter 23, verse 7 of Proverbs, which says, As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. It was described by Allen as a book that will help you help yourself. He wanted all of us to know that in our own thought world, we hold the key to every condition, good or bad, that enters our life. Our present reality is a direct outcome of our past thoughts, intentions, and beliefs. But our future is not predestined by our past. By working patiently and intelligently on our thoughts, intentions, and beliefs, we can remake our life and transform our circumstances. So in Day by Day with James Allen, his essay has been broken into a separate section for each day of the month. And for the fourth day of the month, James Allen shares, live in the solution. A person cannot directly choose his circumstances, but he can choose his thoughts and so indirectly yet surely shape his circumstances. In her book, Choose the Happiness Habit, Pam Golden shares the story of two brothers who were raised by an alcoholic father. One grows up to be a successful businessman. The other grows up to be an alcoholic. When each is asked what led them to their current situation, each has the same answer. My father was an alcoholic. Same circumstances, same situation. Each chose a different result. We don't choose the circumstances, we choose the result. So what results are you choosing from the pandemic? How are you managing your shelter in place? How are you managing your employment? How are you managing your finances? How are you managing your relationships? We don't choose the circumstances. We choose the result. The Daily Word produced by the Unity School of Christianity offers a thought for each day of the month. Now, the thought for today, Easter Sunday, April 4th, is I welcome my resurrection experience. Now, whether you're a Christian or not, why not make today the start of your resurrection experience to rebirth your life? This is such a coherent message for the theme of this year. This year, 2021 says, pick yourself up and take that passion, that heart joy, and bring forth the gifts you're here to share. This is the new you, the resurrected you. Allow yourself to grow into your divine potential and use your gifts to direct your life. Aquarius energy dominates 2021, which is why so many are saying we've entered the age of Aquarius. Aquarius is a fixed air sign represented by the symbol of the water bearer. Now, known for its eccentricities, Aquarius is also deeply humanitarian, and it's cause-oriented, and it isn't afraid to rebel against the status quo 
and disrupt tradition for the sake of a better future. So in addition, Jupiter and Saturn will stay in Aquarius throughout 2021. So the Aquarian age is expected to bring a new level of consciousness to the planet. There will be some who won't accept the consciousness and choose to remain in their box of beliefs, but many will find themselves shifting without effort. Remember, we don't choose the consequences, we choose the result. So during the change of an age, astrologers believe we can expect to rise and fall of civilizations as we know it, and the shift of cultural beliefs and mores. So on March 28th, we had the full moon in Libra, one of the most intense full moons of this year. The sun, Venus, and Chiron were all conjunct very tightly in Aries, opposing that moon. So we're wired to find wholeness through others, and the Chiron-flavored full moon in Libra provides a profound understanding of what it means to be whole. Have you been exploring your wholeness? Have you been exploring yourself? Chiron conjunct Sun and Venus will expose all of our vulnerabilities, asking us to get real. Show up as we are without masks or filters. The message of 2021. And this moon in Libra was a reminder that we can only find wholeness in the inherent duality of a relationship with others. So the first half of the month of April is very, 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 very Aries with the sun, Mercury, Venus, Chiron, and for a few days, the moon, all in Aries. This will infuse all of us with much needed confidence to break free from the previous 12-month cycle and start fresh. Now, the second half of the month of April, things will get even more interesting. Mercury, Venus, and the Sun will conjunct Uranus and Taurus. So we're talking about a conjunction that involves Uranus, the planet of surprises. Change is on the horizon. Last night, April 3rd, Mercury left Pisces and entered Aries. Mercury in Aries is going to bring us clarity and intellectual firepower. We've been in a bit of that fog, feeling slightly lethargic as Mercury rode in Pisces. Aries is going to kick us up with that new confidence and assertiveness we talked about. At 4 a.m. Pacific time on the 11th, we're going to have a new moon at 22 degrees Aries with five planets still sitting in Aries, the Sun, Mars, Jupiter, Mercury, Saturn and Uranus. Now, all of those planets have a let's do it vibration to them and energy. So when we have a new moon in Aries, we want to do airy stuff, pioneer, explore, take a stand, get involved in projects that define the truth of who we are. Remember, this is all about getting real. So with that as our opening premise, let's transition to my topic for today. On Friday, March 26th, we had to cancel the quarterly preview. So today, we're fortunate to have Kirilani with us to share her numerology and energy insights for the coming quarter. Now, Kirilani is a bridge of light, an energetic healer and expert in vibrational numerology, palmistry, and tarot. She's also an alchemist with essential oils, teas, and color. She provides unique fusion consultations to her clients as well as offering custom essential oil blends or hand-dyed silk scarves. So at this moment, 
let's take this time to welcome Carolani to Good Vibrations Radio. Well, thank you, Solazar, for the nice intro and for everything that you shared getting started. You know, we are going to talk tonight and share a little bit about this passage. We've just gone through spring equinox, which is a time of really balancing the light and the dark. And it's been a time of really introspection to say, what are the things within me that kicked off last year in that year of transformation of 2020 that is now being accelerated within me from inside to out? So this year of 2021 is is a catalyst year. It's a year to choose. As Solazar was saying, in that moment-to-moment card, in each moment, what is possible in the next moment is being recalibrated and is being manifested in the universe. So as we go into this time of limitlessness, that's why that moment-to-moment card is so, so important. Because if you try to plan out your life for this year, and say, okay, this is exactly what things are going to look like in six months or nine months. I don't think anyone can do that right now because the energy is burgeoning with possibilities. It's burgeoning within every moment that we make a choice. There are an infinite number of new options that become available to us. So if we stay in that present moment, if we understand that that card he had was a two card. We are in a two millennium. This millennium is all about relationships. It's all about how we interconnect with each other, how we create together and create new possibilities together in every moment. So everything about this year is framed by that two energy. Because when we look at last year with the 22, and we look at next year, 2022, it's a 2-2-2 year, right? So this 2021 is a bridge between those two years. And it's asking us in a year that's about accelerated change, that it's about accelerated growth. It's about momentum. If you're going to get... I would like to come up with a better analogy than shot out of a cannon, right? If you're going to hit the jet stream, what direction do you want to be pointed? And it's a very important when you're going that fast that you aren't riding the brake, number one, right? Because then you'll burn out your brakes. Two, that you actually are keeping your eyes on the road. Because I loved that um, book, The Art of Racing in the Rain. And it said, the car will go where the eyes go. So keep your head up, keep your um, focus on where you want to go, but not so far out that you're trying to second guess the universe on all the twists and turns in the course. Just look at what's the next turn. What's the next two or three turns? And trust that in that unfoldment, more and more is going to be possible. So that's our year. And let's take a look at where we are in the year. 
We went through the preview in January of that's a preview of the last six months of the year. So the real energy slides in in February and it helps us balance and calibrate to that new energy for the year. And then we went through March and March was this infusion of truth. And it allowed us to say, what is my truth? What do I care about? What's important to me? And with time going so fast, I need to be able to prioritize and take in a line where my energy and my focus is and my time and my love to the things that are aligned to the kind of world I want to create, the kind of life I want to create. So March was very um, illuminating for a lot of people. And as we go into April, it carries that same vibrational signature. And so what I've learned in working with numerology now for over 20 years is it is this language of light that is encoded over time that shows you where these windows of opportunities are and where there are relay points between the energy, where I can plant a seed in April that may come into fruition then in August, or I may plant seeds in the creative period of the year, which we're in, that then come into manifestation and fruition as we go into the last six months of the year. So I really um, am looking at that, and I'm going to share that, some of that with you tonight, of where there are these interesting relay points. So take a look, particularly if you, if you keep a journal or go back and look at your calendar while it's still fresh in your head, of what was March about for you? What were the kinds of things that came up, both in your personal life, in your relationships, and then on the world stage? Look at those and look how the world is really pushing us to say, is this what we want? What do we choose? So there was a vote year this year, but the universe is still asking us to keep voting. What do we choose? Because that is this energy of the five for this year of 2021. It's putting a bunch of momentum and energy and oomph behind those things that we say, yeah, I want that direction. So we want to make sure it's what we really want, that we're not just, you know, going through the motions of life. Um, because in a way, then that's what we're saying. Yeah, give me more of that, please. Right. So even if you look around your life and I can look at mine and say, well, I don't really like this and I don't really like that. What are the things, the little positive steps? Because 2021 is nothing if not about action. Right. It's demanding that we embrace change. Change is going to happen one way or the other. So how do we want to direct that change and have it really work to have our life be transformative for us to be inspirations in the world? So as we go into April, April is always one of the most sacred months of the year. It is the energy of, um, well, it used to be unconditionality, and now it would be the energy of humanitarian love humanitarian and souls are talked about that in alignment to Aquarius. It's that foundational divine love 
that has a level of purity to it that is beyond um, the attachments and the limitations that we placed around love and light and truth. And so it's really uh, a month of purification. It's a month of letting go of those patterns in our life that uh, where we choose to be the victim, where we choose to be the scapegoat, where we choose to sacrifice. Um, Because in a way, that was uh, on this day of Easter, right? That was really uh, what the life of Jesus became, unfortunately, about was the sacrifice. And to say, where in our lives have we confused love with sacrifice and purify that from our hearts and from our relationships? Because as we do that, we, we help bring a little bit more light and love into the world each time we do that. So there is a layering of the energy of truth and liberation that came in March that allows you to apply that in the area of love in your relationships in April. And then as we move into May, May brings this huge infusion of creativity. And as I mentioned, we're in the creative part of the year. And so May is that juicy, juicy center to say, okay, if I have not been out there planting my garden, planting my seeds, doing creative projects, getting my um, desires actually percolating, then May is the time to really pull out all the stops. And May is going to be a relay point. I was talking about those relay points into August. So if we look at August, August is a month of self-love. So in May, we plant the seeds for what does a prosperous and abundant life look like for me? Physically, for me, it's vibrant health. For me, emotionally, it's having loving relationships in every area of my life. For me, mentally, it's having mental clarity and that beautiful, rapturous relationship with my spirit. It's letting go of the doubts and fears and living in peace. And spiritually, It's that wholeness, it's the oneness, it's the all. And if we can use these these opportunities in the creative cycle to do a little dreaming, do a little vision board, do a little planning, you know, let your little child out to play. 2021, five energy is about play. So maybe if it's a beautiful sunny day like it was last week, Say, screw all the chores, go to the beach, walk, you know, walk down the beach and watch all the dogs playing and chasing each other and saying hello to everyone, right? If we lived our lives a little bit more like a dog, we would have a lot more fun. So, you know, enjoy the walk, enjoy the frolicking in the ocean, enjoy the saying hello to a a new stranger that might be a new friend. So that is April and May. And then we come into June. Now, June is very powerful this year because it brings that energy that's about the year, the five energy, 
with the energy about June, which is the five energy. So it gives you a double dose. So if you're someone who resists change, uh, maybe put a couple gold stars on the calendar in June and know that that's the time to say, okay, I'm willing to just try something different. I'm willing to experiment. Maybe it's like something silly, like I'm going to try some strange new vegetable that I saw at the farmer's market, right? It doesn't have to be earth shattering. There's something about just being willing to open the crack in the door and the universe will take care of uh, whatever we're willing to open up to. Uh, Then let it flow. So June brings this double dose, as I said. And when that happens in numerology, that creates uh, the vibration of heaven on earth, which is going to be relayed in July and relayed in December. So very powerful month to say, what is heaven on earth to me? And how can I make little changes in my life to bring a little bit more heaven on earth? Now, maybe for someone That is like a juicy strawberry. That's a little bite of heaven. Or for me, it's the essential oils. Like some of these smells are just rapturous, right? So whatever it is for you, just incorporate a little bit more of that every day. And even those choices to love ourselves a little bit more, to love our life a little bit more, to say, acknowledge the beauty of this amazing planet and how much we love this planet brings a little bit more heaven on earth every single day. And that's that moment to moment choices. So I want to cycle back to April and give you a couple of uh, recommendations for working with the essential oils. I have found them to be Tremendously helpful, transformative. They are my go-to first aid kit, physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. And there are some um, amazing oils that align to the vibrations of each of the months uh, that I'd love to share with you. So first for April is the oil of Copaiba. And Copaiba Um, It's interesting, it's on the uh, cannabinoid spectrum, but it's uh, totally legal, right, Uh, in all 50 states. It comes from a tree in Brazil. And what it helps do is activate that endocannabinoid system. And what I'm finding in my own life is it seems to be um, a way to open doors to create a level of resiliency It helps with immune system function. And so I think in times of rapid change, resiliency, adaptability, uh, willingness to look at things in a more positive light to say, okay, change is going to be good in my life, right? Helps um, frame our ability to respond much more eloquently, much more gracefully to all the changes that are happening. So Copaiba invites us to come to the divine for clarity and redefinition. And that's what we said, February or April's a lot of that is what April is about. It reminds us that the divine knows us anciently as whole and complete beings. It's asking us to connect 
with our earliest childhood wounds from this life or past life to, so that we can look at what limitations are we still carrying around with us? And are we willing now to heal those, let them go and change and choose a new way? So the divine as a source and connecting force of everything possesses the wisdom that transcends mortal perception. Kopaiba reassures us that mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual limitations are only temporary. Let's see. The divine doesn't expect us to navigate the challenges of life alone or avoid the things that we need to experience in life to produce necessary growth and change. Instead, Kopaiba teaches us that the divine will reveal the highest message of one's life. It will unveil uh, that which we uh, have always treasured, accepted, valued, or that we are accepted, treasured, valued, and worthy of love and much more. So Kopaiba helps us um, with this divine unveiling. And when we do that, it frames out our transition into May. Because it helps us fully accept ourselves and the magnificence that each of our lives really is meant to be in this life. We are here and we're still alive because we have gifts to share with this world. And when I talked about this millennium being about relationships, it's ultimately about being willing to share those gifts of who we are totally authentically pulling back all the veils and saying, I'm here to share my love and my light and my truth. And when we do that, we give everyone else in our life, everyone else that we interact with permission to do the same thing. So that is Copaiba. And it helps us really make peace with the past. And coming out of a year of transformation, it's kicking up all those things. So that we can look at them and say, okay, and how many more millennia do we want to carry that around with us? Or would it be like really good to just set it down now to see the gift in each of those experiences? And when we do that, um, back to Solazar, Saturn, and Jupiter, it allows the Dharma from that experience, from that life to unlock and come to fruition. So that gives us uh, our first tool for April. The second one is frankincense. Now, frankincense is is being used uh, throughout time memorial as a sacred oil, and it is the oil of truth. So in in a year where things are changing really fast, the more that we can stay aligned to our truth, the better able we are to navigate each moment-to-moment decision because we're aligned with our true north and our compass is uh, pure and straight. And, And I find that frankincense, if you start feeling confused um, or you start feeling um, overwhelmed, Frankincense, because it's it comes from a tree, um, it goes really deep and it just helps realign you. 
So um, it also is a very powerful shield to shield the body and protect the body and soul from negative influences um, and assist the soul in its spiritual evolution. So it helps with um, getting in that really juicy place for meditation and prayer and open those spiritual channels so that you can really hear the guidance of your soul. So it helps you draw closer to your divinity and, and that grandeur of who you truly are. And I think that is unfolding in each of our lives to understand that. I loved when Solazar was giving his introduction of saying, let me tell you a little bit about who I am. And when he was sharing that and saying that he has been in the metaphysical community, really, since he was a child, that he is an author, he is a sharer, you could feel the power in what he was sharing. When each of us does that, there's something that sparks. And that's part of what this 2021 year is. What do we want? What sparks do we want to put out there into the world? So, um, That is frankincense. So now we move into May. Now May, with that power of creativity, if you're feeling stuck um, with creation uh, or you don't feel like that's necessarily your strong suit, get the tangerine essential oil. It is the oil of creativity. You can stick it in your water in the morning and drink it all day. You can... Uh, Mix it with some yogurt and eat apples with the tangerine oil is fantastic. You can put it in the diffuser and diffuse it while you're working or you're playing or doing projects. Um, So really an excellent, uh, excellent tool. Now, the other one that I really like for May is lime. Now, lime is the zest for life. So, When things are going so fast and everyone has a list of to-dos a mile long, and I don't know about you, I'm not getting through my list. In fact, I've given up long ago trying to get through the whole list. It's like, it is an endless list. So if your life just becomes about trying to get through the list, you're not embracing that zest for life. This is when it's back to screw it. It's time to go to the beach, right? It's time to go play with the dogs on the beach. It's time to go watch the birds. It's time to, you know, get out of the house away from the computer and off of Zoom. So that zest for life, again, lime, put it, you know, even if you don't get the essential oil, go to the store, get some limes, cut them up, squeeze them and put them in your water and drink it all day long, right? And smell it. And and I feel like the invigorating nature of both lime and tangerine. If you're, if it's been slow to get moving this year, it helps get that impetus, get that momentum going that this year is meant to bring you. And then in June, June has the energy that we have for this whole year of 2021. So I shared when we started um, the year that lemon and cardamom um, are both really good, powerful 
energies for the five or essential oils to use. So lemon is about focus. But the one that I think is really going to be helpful for people at this time is cardamom. Because cardamom helps us um, if we're experiencing frustration. And because you're trying to keep up with everything, right? I think everyone has this sense of um, COVID frustration going on at some level or another, of being tired of being sheltered in place, um, wanting things to go faster and, and, you know, get to a semblance of being able to go on adventures and see family and see friends and reconnect. Um, And so I think what the cardamom helps us do is trust in divine timing not try to force or rush things. And it also really assists us in letting go of that victim mentality. So instead of blaming someone outside ourselves, and when you look at a lot of the things playing out in the world, um, a lot of the racism, it's back to that um, blaming someone else for people's problems and the need for each of us in this pivotal time to take individual responsibility for our feelings for our actions cardamom helps us with that personal ownership and to be more at peace uh, with ourselves and with our life and to be able to take positive action to change the things that we don't like in our life or that we don't like in our world. And when we realize that whatever we have in our life or our world, we called to us, that we um, volunteered to have that experience so that we could help transform that for this world. Um, it, It puts down that mantle of victim and it allows us to truly be free. And 2021 and the energy of the five is ultimately about freedom. And unless we are willing to take responsibility for ourselves and our lives, we will never be free because we will be caught in this web of limitations that our minds have crafted over millennium um, that is not based on truth. So, That is why I believe cardamom is something that we should all have in our lives. And the essential oil is fantastic. You can put it in your chai in the morning. You can put it on ice cream. You can um, put it in the diffuser. And uh, when I went to the farmer's market in Carmel Valley, there's a lady there that does nut butters that has cinnamon and cardamom. So if you have never experienced cardamom before, go check her out. She has wonderful products and that's one way to get your cardamom and it's a delightful way. So the other one I wanted to share uh, to connect in, in June with that energy of heaven on earth is a Lang. Now a Lang is an interesting, uh, interesting oil it connects you with your inner child. And in a way, some people would say, well, the inner child is the wounded inner child. 
And there's some truth in that. But there's also this truth that that inner child knows where you hid all the keys from yourself, where you placed all the locks on to keep yourself safe, to figure out how to survive, to figure out how to get through the day. And that inner child has the power to open those locks and say, no more. So Solazar and I once interviewed um, a gentleman that maybe he can remember the name because I'm having a hard time remembering it, that had these inner child Ho'oponopono meditations that were extremely powerful. Um, And that is what made me learn that that inner child, if we can connect with uh, all the versions of our inner child, let the wounded versions come forward back into the light, back into love to be healed, then that powerful inner child that contains all of our purity, all of our love, all of our light, and the truth of who we are can shine forward and say, I am here to be heaven on earth. I am here to share all that I am. And I have never left the divine. The divine and I are one and have already always been one. The sun and I are one and has always been one. The moon and I are one. And as I heal, I heal for this universe, for this galaxy, for the all. And suddenly, you know, we realize heaven is within us. So that is our journey for the next three months that leads us from what was spring equinox in March to the height of the light at summer solstice. So we'll come back together and share more about what's going to happen as we transition then to the manifesting part of the year. But I appreciate, Solazar, the opportunity to share uh, about what has been going on uh, and, and what our opportunities are in the next couple of months. Well, thank you, Kira. And I apologize. I was looking. I know exactly who you're talking about, but I can't come up with his name either. But, uh, and I'm sure I'll think of it as soon as I uh, hang up. (laughs) But I also wanted to share the the cards that I came up with for the the months. Like, for instance, April came up with the card of existence. And existence is the major arcana card of one. And in the Osho Zen Tarot deck, it shows a a naked lady sitting on a lotus leaf of reflection facing the universe. And she's naked. And as we said, naked and unafraid. So as she's sitting there naked, she's really recognizing that she is as magnificent as the universe that she's facing. And so it's to remind us that we are not accidental, that all of us are in existence at this time because existence needs us. And there's a a line in Max Ehrman's poem, Desiderata, that says, you have a right to be here as much as the planets and the stars. So all of us have a right to be here at this time. And that our home is not a physical place. 
our home is us, exactly where we are and exactly where we have chosen to be. And so whatever we choose to create in our life is either expanded or reduced by how we choose to do it. It goes along with what Kira is saying. If we choose to expand our view of things and accept what's out there, accept the changes that we can make in ourselves, accept the real us that we can choose to be, then everything else expands with us. If we choose to live in a narrow focus, then everything that we will encounter will have that narrow focus. So the existence card reminds us, not only do we have a right to be here, we have a right to create as much magnificence in our life as we choose to allow ourselves to create and be. And did you have any comments on that before I moved on, Kira? Or Well, and I love this card so much because, you know, building on what you said, it's saying to each of us that we, if we are here, we cannot be replaced. If we don't choose to do what we came here to do, our missions and our destinies, there are isn't someone else who can do it, right? So we are all here in this cosmic dance to contribute uh, to ushering in the Aquarian age, to ushering in an era of peace and love. So I love that part. Thank you for, that was April, right? Yes, that's April. And then for May... What we came up with is going with the flow and going with the flow is, of course, the ace of water. And it shows a figure that's flowing in flowing water. They're just relaxed. They're allowing themselves to be. They're not swimming. They're not straining. They're not striving. They're allowing themselves to be. And Lao Tzu is the one who said that the way um, the way of the Tao is a water course that follows its own path and water flows from the heights to the lows. So it's opposite of ambition. It's the opposite of power. It's the opposite of striving. It's the opposite of trying to be more. It's allowing itself to flow from the heights to the low, because it's always looking for the lowest ground to be settled. And when it's settled, it's relaxed. So it's important for us to actually approach May, you know, as you said, that month of creativity with the sense of being relaxed being at ease, being at peace. We're not striving. We're not forcing. We're not trying to do. And this figure is at ease in here, and it's letting the water take him where it takes him. And he's available to what presents itself. And if we go back to that earlier quote I shared in the show is about, it's not the consequences that we can choose that come into our life. It's what we choose to, how we choose to react to it, how we choose to respond what we choose to do with it. And the, the person in this figure is not controlling the water or the flow. He's just choosing to relax and let the flow take him and see where it leads. And then in that moment, deal with whatever presents itself to him. So if we're able to flow, we're able to trust and we're to know, especially in this time where we're going through this vaccination period, still uncertainty about COVID, uncertainty about the economy, uncertainty about the pandemic and opening up and whether we're coming back fully, what's happening. We don't need to worry about what tomorrow is. 
We only need to deal with what's presented to us today. And that's part of this go with the flow. And I think it also ties along, Kira, with the idea that, as you mentioned, this is the, the creative portion of the year where we're creating intentions. And so we don't want to create intentions of stress, of striving, of struggle for the second half of the year when we begin to manifest. We want to present the intentions of being able to manage whatever's presented to ourselves. So did you have any comments about that card? Yeah. And isn't that the highest um, card of water in the deck? It's the ace of water. It's the ace. Yeah. And so it's also inviting us as we go through May and that creative part, water is now spirit. So to align with that highest aspect of spirit flowing down through your crown and allow that inspiration to help you create. So you're creating from your spirit, not creating from what your mind thinks you want. And then the card for June, another card I know you like is slowing down. It's the night of rainbows and it shows a a tortoise, uh, that is going very slowly toward a rainbow light. And it's to remind us several things. One is our home wherever we are. It's not a physical structure. It's not an address. It's not about how it looks, how it feels. That everything we have for our home is what we carry within us. That's the one thing that we want to know. And there's no need to hurry for wherever we're going. Going back once again, Things will present themselves to us as they need to be presented, as we need to deal with them. We don't have to rush. Going back to go with the flow, we don't have to strive. We can relax with the flow as we go there. And this is to remind us that for those who use some kind of meditative practice or otherwise, that practice is a practice, once again, of teaching us to release and relax and be in the present moment. Well, our year is about moment to moment. What we're doing is recognizing that we have a right to be here and we have this existence. We're allowing ourselves to flow with the things that are presented to us. And this is telling us don't struggle, strive, or force to go forward. Just continue to move in the direction that you intend and know that everything you have is a meditative moment. Your walking is meditative. Your talking is to meditative. Your eating is meditative. Your sitting is meditative. Your encounters with others are meditative. And they can only be that way if you can be conscious in your present moment and allow yourself to not be living in the present by looking to the future. And that's what slowing down is to remind us for. So in June, we don't want to be looking forward to the manifesting period. We want to be in June. So any comments for you on that card, Kira? Well, I think it's a good one because um, you might want to make a note on your calendar June 1st to say, am I being the ricochet rabbit or am I being the turtle who is making each step uh, with an economy of motion? You know, each step is very deliberate. And, and the more that we can do, like Solazar is saying, each step very consciously, because it is easy in a five-year to be going 
a million different directions really fast all around and, and fritter our energy away, fitter our energy away. There's a word there. Um, and it dissipates instead of keeping it focused and potent with each step. And I love that of that the turtle has everything he needs. So back to that heaven on earth, it's like all of that that we have is within us. Very true. And so I want to remind everyone once again, I want to thank Kira for being here and taking your time to share. So this way we can get some guidance out for people because we had to cancel the quarterly preview. Uh, but I want to thank you for doing that. And also I want to remind everyone that this is the age of Aquarius. This is the time when we are going to find ourselves shifting, expanding without even trying once again, Without even trying, we will shift and expand. We just have to acknowledge to ourselves that we're open to it. And to remember what Oscar Wilde said, that be yourself. Everyone else is already taken. So this is your time. And as we continue our journey through this next quarter of the year, remember, live in the solution. A person cannot directly choose his circumstances, but he can choose his thoughts and so indirectly yet surely shape his circumstances. So remember, welcome your resurrection, resurrection experience and begin your rebirth if you haven't done so already. This year says to pick yourself up, take that passion, take that heart joy, bring forth the gifts you're here to share. And as we close, I want to once again share Albert Camus' poem, In the Midst of Winter. In the midst of hate, I found there was within me an invincible love. In the midst of tears, I found there was within me an invincible smile. In the midst of chaos, I found there was within me an invincible calm. And I realized through it all that in the midst of winter, I found there was within me an invincible summer. No matter how hard the world pushes against you, within you, there's something stronger, something better, pushing right back. Whatever you give, do so from your heart. Choose to express from love in all your encounters, as Kira mentioned. Live and practice loving kindness in all your situations. Accept yourself fully to love and accept yourself unconditionally. And open yourself fully to love by using this affirmation. I surrender all to love. You're not the victim. You have a choice. You don't control the circumstances. You control the choice. So thank you for listening to Good Vibrations Radio. Thank you once again, Kirilani, for joining us this evening with all your information. And remember to turn the lead in your life into gold. Many blessings. Namaste. Gotta keep those love and good vibrations ahead, man, with